Standing in the middle of a desert, with nowhere to run or hide. Arvies surrounding me on all sides. Almost in the blink of an eye, a sea of dead bodies covered the ground. Everyone I had ever loved was among them. Motionless, bereft of life. I was the last survivor. Why was I still alive? I didn't want to be alive without them. Everything I had hoped for, my future, my family, and the love of my life, were all gone. Murdered. Stripped from me. I'd never felt a greater sadness in all my life. Bottomless and immeasurable. I held hellfire in my hand. One round left. Thousands of pale bodies litter the landscape, their milky white eyes narrowing on their final victim with boiling antipathy. Their growls and screams were deafening. I look around for an escape, and my eyes caught a glimpse of one particular RV, his milky eyes seething with animosity. It slowly lifts its finger and traces it along its neck in a cutting motion. My heart hammers, knowing it's nearly over. With one shot remaining, I resolve myself to the inevitable. Raising hellfire, I aim her at my final target. And then, slowly, pull the trigger. Hellfire discharges, sinking into the spiteful RV bullet lodged right between its eyes. A trail of blood oozes down its pale face before it drops backward into the sea of bodies, lifeless. I knew my end was coming. Hellfire had done her job. I dropped to my knees, clutching her to my chest. Before I close my eyes, I glance out to my loved ones, knowing I will be joining them soon. Growls and screams reverberate through my core, and then I feel excruciating pain as long, bony fingers and sharp teeth tear into me. Raised voices snapped me from my restless slumber. I was breathless, dripping with sweat, unsure of where I was for a moment. Above me was a dim fluorescent light against a white ceiling. There were four white brick walls surrounding me, a white sheet draped over my body, and a clear wire attached to my arm. Outside of the infirmary door, General Donnelly stood about two feet from Dr. Banks. His face was hard set, his eyes narrowed, and his lips pursed as he spoke, pressing his extra large finger into the doctor's chest. From the side, I watched Dr. Banks's chest slowly rise and fall, trying to calm himself. It was the same exercise he'd make us do if we were hurt or crying. My stomach twisted in knots, knowing today was the third day. Today, the general would collect me and throw me in a cell where he'd allegedly thrown his only daughter. Although I was feeling better, I still couldn't believe he'd stoop so low. How could someone throw their own child in a cell? But one thing was painfully clear. He was dead set on punishing me, a teen with a concussion just to prove his point to the rest of the citizens. The point being, every Hive member would follow the rules or there would be direct consequences. This place 
was a constant horror. I'd woken the past few nights from my own screams, soaked in sweat. Every day I felt like the walls around me were closing in, tighter and tighter, slowly suffocating me. I could feel it getting worse, and I didn't know how to stop it or what triggered it. It was starting to terrify me even more than the nightmares. If I wasn't battling the RVs in my dreams, I was battling my human counterparts in this hive. My greatest threat? Their leader. I don't know how I managed to put myself at the top of the punishment list. Probably because he believed I corrupted his daughter. Dr. Banks was doing whatever he could to keep me from being taken. I knew what Tina and I had done was wrong, but there were things happening under everyone's noses they knew nothing about.